your girl did dry january i totally forgot to mention that when we started that this year but yeah i went an entire month without alcohol at all now i wasn't a huge drinker but like wine has a lot of sugar in it for one thing and for two i just wanted to see if i could do it and i did no drinks at dinner no wine at home I was without alcohol and I actually didn't mind it. Honestly, I kind of forgot like about alcohol for a minute. Like I was just ordering like regular drinks and stuff at the restaurants. And even with like, I would only think about it or remember it when I was in the store and there was like a sale on some good wine or something. And I'm like, Ooh, that wine is good. But then I'm like, Nope, it's dry January. But yeah, I did dry January. It did save me a few bucks, you know, in the month and the hubby when we went out to dinner. <laughs> Welcome to the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Grab yourself a glass of water or wine, whichever suits your day, and get ready because the Awkward Mom Stage starts now. I'm, I guess I'm what they call sober curious. Here we go with them trend names again. But yeah, um... I'm not an alcoholic. I don't have a problem with alcohol, though through quarantine, we did get real close. I wasn't trying to get sober, per se. I was just curious to see how my body, you know, and everything would feel without it if I sustained. And honestly, I feel fine. You know, I actually, I have less headaches and all of that. So I didn't plan on cutting alcohol out of my life forever. I just, you know, wanted to see if I could do it. And I did it. I wasn't one of those like obnoxious dry January people where I like told literally everyone because again, I forgot. So like <laughs> I forgot I was doing dry January. I had so much other stuff going on that your girl wasn't even thinking about it. So yeah, that's, that's what I've been up to. I mean, you know, the, the less headaches thing could also be because of my blue light glasses, but we're just gonna take all the wins that we can, right? Take up one idea, make that one idea your life. Think of it, dream of it, live on that idea. Let the brain muscles, nerves, every part of your body be full of that idea and just leave every other idea alone. This is the way to success. Swami Vivekananda. Hey y'all and welcome back to the podcast. If this is your first episode of the podcast, hello and welcome. I'm Lola, and I'm so glad you're here. I'm back, and today we're talking all about building a work routine that's in line with our That Girl Motivation Plan. Now, we all know I hate trendy names, but again, like I said in the last episode, you gotta take these names with a grain of salt. Last week, we went over how to build a morning routine that works for you, so today, we're gonna continue on with the next steps of your day after your morning routine is done which would either be going to work or starting your day at home. Whatever it is, having a schedule helps move things along and keep you on track and on time. Building a work routine is important because you want your work life to be just as smooth as your morning routine. Obviously, you don't have to schedule every second of your days, but scheduling the important stuff is what you should focus on. Everyone's work routines are going to be different. A store manager isn't going to have the same routine as a truck driver. But it's important, nonetheless, that everyone has some sort of schedule to follow. Otherwise, things aren't getting done like they need to, or they're getting done late or incorrectly. 
So having a routine or a schedule will help get things done. It's also easier when you break your workday down in like a morning work routine and an afternoon routine, like AM, PM, if you will. Now, let's say you work in an office or some office type job, whether you're currently in the office or you're working from home, right? Your routine is going to look something like get into work, chat with your supervisor or whoever, check your emails, check your voicemails, update your work to-do list, and alter it to reflect whatever morning conversations and messages. You have to make sure your list is still prioritized and prepare for any meetings or conference calls you may have. Then before or after the meeting, you have to get to work on your first to-do list item. When you get important work done early in the day, it creates a good momentum for the rest of the day. It's also less stressful in the day because you've already gotten over, you know, some urgent humps that you otherwise would have procrastinated on or possibly not gotten done at all that day. The size of your success is measured by the strength of your desire, the size of your dream, and how you handle disappointment along the way. Robert Kiyosaki you're going to model your day based on your daily work tasks and the things you have to do in your work day. Like for me, since I work from home and I'm also a stay-at-home mom, my schedule is obviously going to look much different than someone running a billion-dollar business on a day-to-day basis. So I would model my day a little differently, obviously. For me, like I said in last week's episode, I wake up at 7, do my morning routine, put my headspace meditation show on Netflix, I make the kids breakfast, I wake them up, get them eating, we get our teeth brushed, get dressed, and we're out the door. When I get back, then, you know, I'll have a cup of coffee or tea and then head into my office to start, you know, my day of to-do tasks or whatever it is that I have to do. So my work AM is going to look different than someone in an office. So once you've gone through, you know, your morning routine, it's time to move on to your afternoon or p.m. work routine. This is the part of the day where you're wrapping things up for the day. So you want to start closing out your day. You want to tie up any loose ends um, for thing, get things off your desk, finish, you know, any tasks that you can finish or that need to be completed by the end of the day. That way they're completed out of the way, out of your mind. You want to create a new to-do list with, you know, the things that you didn't get done or things that aren't due yet and the things that you have to do the next day. There may be some things that, you know, you didn't get to that you have to move to closer to the end of the week. But again, that goes along with prioritizing your task list. Don't know why I stressed out that word so long. (laughs) It goes along with prioritizing, wow, I can't speak, your task list. So that way you're getting the stuff that's important done. You want to make sure you highlight, you know, the three to five of the most important tasks that you need to get done. So that way you can work on those first and foremost and then move on from there. Then you're going to check in, you know, with bosses, coworkers, if you're working in a group project or something like that, or maybe you need something signed off on, whatever that is. You want to get that done before people start leaving out the office because y'all know when people be looking at that clock, it'd be four 57 and they got their purse in hand ready to walk out the door so you know you want to make sure that you got everything wrapped up preferably before 4 30 because people's trying to get out that office you want to update your list clean off your desk so there isn't any crazy clutter coming in the next day 
I feel like you always feel more stressed out when you walk in your office and like there's like a bunch of crap everywhere because you're like, damn, what <laughs> what do I have to do? Or what didn't I do? Or what did I already do? Like it's a hot mess. So you want to make sure that things are clear for the next day. Do you love reading but don't have time to sit down and read a good book? Well, we all know I love Audible. I share books on the podcast all the time and I talk about Audible a lot. I solved my reading problem with Audible about four years ago. I love to multitask and it's been amazing to still keep up with my book list while checking off my to-do list. It's perfect because they offer books that are narrated by professional voice actors and sometimes even the actors themselves. You can listen while driving, cooking, cleaning, or doing anything else that you need your hands free for. It's like having a personal assistant who reads to you whenever you want. Think Diddy and his umbrella holding manservant, but with books. With the new update, they even have podcasts, sleep meditations, and much more now. There really is something for everyone, and the best part is it doesn't cost you anything to start. You can click the link in the show notes to sign up today and get 30 days and your first book free. All their books are DRM free, which means they aren't locking them away from other devices. So even if your subscription expires or you cancel it, you can still keep and access the books you've already purchased. Just download them again anytime from anywhere. There's over 180,000 titles available to choose from, and I'm sure that number will just keep growing. You can even follow the Awkward Mom stage on Audible now. So go get started on that reading list, but let's wait until after the show. You kind of want to, it's easier if you just kind of schedule like 10 to 15 minutes at the end of your day to like clean your clutter. Then you don't even have to worry about it at all in your work day. You can just work up until it's time to stop, get your little 10, 15 minutes of straightening up in and then dip out the door. That way, work hack y'all, if your boss walks by close to the end of the day and you're not trying to start nothing new, you look busy because you're cleaning up for your last 10 to 15 minutes. See, you're welcome. Anyway, you want to do your last emails, voicemail checks, say goodbye to coworkers if you want to, or just run out the door so don't nobody ask you nothing. I don't know. You want to unplug for the day. Your PM routine is going to look different than your AM routine, and it's going to look different than everyone else's based on what you do on a daily basis. We just adjust our routines accordingly. Now, if you still have some sort of commute home, then you want to make, you know, make the most of your trip home. Whether you drive, take the bus, subway, Uber, whatever, you're already at home. If you have a significant amount of time at your disposal, you want to use it to your advantage. Like for me, my work routine before I was at home, I had about, I want to say like 35, like a good 35 minute drive home and to work. So, you know, my um, routine in the morning driving to and from work I had about an hour to and from to do other things so you know you could use that time to listen to an audiobook y'all know I love audiobooks audible is my jam but listening to a book about the career you're trying to break into or maybe a self-help book or maybe you're listening to music to wind down for the day you just want to ensure you're taking the time to use your ride home as effectively as possible. And for me, that was like my wind down time. So you want to find something that helps you relax. I love a good true crime podcast when I'm, you know, not listening to self-help or improvement or something like that. Basically, if you take the end of your workday to make a routine that helps you wind down and clear out for the day, it'll also help you relax, feel less stressed, and you can unplug from your workday. 
then you go into the office the next day and you're in a clean, clear environment. And it'll also boost your mood and productivity as well. Success depends upon previous preparation. And without such preparation, there is sure to be failure. Confucius. The best way to have a successful and efficient work routine is to do a few things to eliminate any distractions. You want to get started on your day quickly. You don't want to drag on and waste time before starting. So a few tips to keep the day moving efficiently would be to get started quickly. Once you start your day, keep that momentum going throughout the day because momentum is hard to get back once you stop. So flopping down at your desk and taking a breather isn't going to work if you want to maintain the momentum throughout your workday. You want to avoid isolating yourself and make sure that, you know, you're working with other people. If you're working with other people that you keep the communication open, don't like just ignore everybody, you know. (laughs) You also want to remember the further up the ladder you travel at work, the more important communication becomes. Also avoid distractions like don't open the TikTok that your homegirl sent you during until lunchtime because you know you're just going to open it. It's going to be funny or something and then you're just going to be scrolling and now you're stuck scrolling it on TikTok for two hours at your desk and you got nothing done. You want to focus on work and limit the distractions and let everybody else waste their time while you get caught up on the gossip during lunch or after work so you don't have to stress about what you didn't get done at work or what you forgot. There's also a thing where we've become addicted to being busy. Like being busy and hating Mondays was like the hot topic of the year. Like I feel like all kinds of merch was being made. It had something to do with like being super busy or being super busy hating Mondays. I don't know. But you don't want to confuse being busy with like actually being effective because many of us could work half as much and get twice as much done with just a little focus and prioritization. Okay, so y'all knew it was going to come up again. It's probably going to come up a lot, but I'm saying it. Hear me out. Get a little exercise. I know, I know, how dare I? But seriously, we should definitely get a little exercise. If the movie Wally taught us nothing, it showed that we should be moving our bodies. Otherwise, we will end up immobile and bloated little beach ball people. And nobody really wants that, you know? I just downloaded this new fitness app. I'll see how I like it and I'll let you know what I think. I want to start doing like yoga classes. They have that on the app. So that's why I got it. And plus it was like two months free. So I was like, all right, bet. (laughs) But anyway, some sort of fitness is not only good for you, but it also boosts your endorphins, helps blood flow and brain function and a bunch of other stuff. And actual fitness and nutrition specialists can tell you all about because that's definitely not me. You want to keep all this in mind when you're creating your work routine. Take everything you have to do in a day into account. Write that down. Then look at the tasks you have to get done and then the things you'd like to start doing or implementing into your daily routine. Once you have it all down, then you want to begin putting everything together. You can then start prioritizing that list. And that's how you're going to create your daily routine for the morning. And it just kind of flows into like the work day as well. All right, so let's recap. After you've done your morning routine, you can go into your work routine and keep that momentum going throughout the day. That way you're more productive, things run a lot smoother, and you get more of the important stuff done on time. 
you don't have to be a genius or a visionary or even a college graduate to be successful. You just need a framework and a dream. Michael Dell. Next week, we're wrapping up building our new year, that girl routine. We have our morning routine, our AM, PM work routine, and next Friday, we'll be building our evening routine, which aside from your morning routine, I feel like the evening routine is also just as important. It's the time you take to get ready for the next day. It helps you have a smooth evening routine, so that way you can decompress from the day and ease your mind before bed. Okay, so this episode was a little shorter than last week, and I think it's also because the morning and evening routines are the ones you kind of have to tailor to you the most. Because like I said, our work routines or what we do during work hours on a daily basis for the majority of us is going to be the same stuff day after day because it's already a routine. You already know what you're doing. Like, unless you just got a new job or something, there's no need to kind of like make a work routine because you already have one. It's just going to be about making sure your routine is working for you and you're getting all the things that you need to get completed within your workday. So it's more creating habits uh, in your mind for everything else, like remembering your skincare or journaling or something. Maybe you want to start a side hustle and you're trying, oh, here comes Brooklyn jingling her little collar, probably asking me to take her outside. Let me go take her outside. Liking the show so far? Make sure you never miss an episode by clicking the follow or subscribe button now. And also head over to the Instagram and give us a follow at the Awkward Mom stage. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thank you for all your support. Now back to the show. Okay, I'm back. So as I was saying, maybe you want to start a side hustle and you're trying to find time in the day. Having your routine and goals laid out in front of you is the best way to see like what you're currently doing. That way you can assess when you need to change things in your routine, if you need to take something out, if you need to put something in. And that way it can match up with what your goals are. So I hope this little mini series really helps you, you know, start building the life and routine you really want. Just please remember to be kind to yourself. We are all trying and beating yourself up is definitely not going to help. I was the worst with negative self-talk. I'm still like learning to be better to myself, but I've really been trying to work on my positive self-talk. I know the positivity movement is another thing that's been kind of like toxic in a way sometimes because it becomes kind of like overly outrageous positivity. And it's like, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Talking yourself up and making sure that you feel confident and having positive self-talk is definitely going to help your health mentally and physically over time. I don't think we realize just how much negative self-talk really hurts us. All right, so like I said, every week we'll be ending the podcast with a positive. So what are y'all grateful for this week? For me this week, I'm definitely grateful, even though Amazon has made me mad. Um, I'm still grateful for Amazon Prime because I, even though I need to stay off of it, Amazon be hooking your girl up with the stuff that she needs on time. So yeah, that's what I'm grateful for. Totally a first world grateful thing, but yeah, like we get toilet paper, we get household stuff, we get everything from Amazon now. Like I don't leave my house if I don't have to. 
Do you want to start a podcast, but you don't know where to start? As the host and producer of this podcast, I can tell you it's definitely not easy. When I started out, I had absolutely no idea what I was doing or where to start. Actually, I still kind of don't know what I'm doing. Buzzsprout has been my go-to from the start of my podcast. They have so many helpful videos on hosting, how to edit, how to add music, how to post, what to post. I mean, you name it, they help you with it. And their Facebook community is helpful too. So let me tell you now, if you're a podcaster and you're trying to start a podcast or you already have a podcast and you're looking for a host, definitely check out Buzzsprout. They have everything you need to get started, even a domain name if you don't already have one. Trust me, I'm no tech genius and Buzzsprout has definitely been my saving grace. So if you're interested, you can click the link in the show notes to get started on your podcasting journey. Now back to the show. Had to leave again because Brooklyn was ready to come inside. (laughs) Anyway, all right, y'all, that's it for today's episode. I hope you're enjoying this little That Girl series. This year is all about empowerment and building the life you want. A good routine certainly is at the top of the list of things you need to be that bitch, okay? I'm working on the next series for the podcast right now, and I also have an episode coming up, just a little Moms After Dark chat with my girl Court, so look out for that one. And I'm also booking guests for season three of the podcast, so definitely stay tuned. I will keep you updated on social media as well. As always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Thank you for all of your support in the last seasons. If you haven't already, please rate and leave your girl a written review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Let me know you're listening and you love it. If you want to share the love, simply screenshot this episode, tag me at the Awkward Mom stage on Instagram and share it on your stories so others can find the podcast as well. I'll reshare them and shout you out on the podcast as a thank you. If you'd like to donate to the podcast to help with behind the scenes or you just want to buy this hot mess mama a coffee, you can do that as well with the buy me a coffee link. If you love the show so far and you have topics you want me to cover or someone you think should be a guest on the show, send me a DM or an email and let me know. Well, that's it. That's all, y'all. Until next week. Always remember you're beautiful. Lola. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Make sure to visit our Instagram page at the Awkward Mom Stage, where you can follow and find information on next week's show, updates for the podcast, behind the scenes clips, and more. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast shows. While you're at it, if you're enjoying the show, I'd appreciate it so much if you rate the show on iTunes or share this podcast with a friend. Be sure to tune in next week for an all new episode. I hope you have an awesome week. Always remember you're beautiful. Lola.